Hold okay, it, get in. Good day. We'll start off like we do. You do. Oh, the thing, yeah. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? And I'm the commish, joined once again by my co-host Kevin. Hello, hello. <laughs> Back for another <clears throat> another Hoser League podcast. Post draft. Post draft. Kevin had, uh, I think, twenty five of the twenty four <laughs> picks in the first two rounds. Give or take. Yes. Yeah. Felt like that. Definitely stockpiled quite a few. Took a lot of work. Yeah. You did, which is the option that you have in our setup that we have that um, you can do that is... uh, I don't know if I'd advise it, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yes. So, but we finally, finally got to the draft. Yep. After many months, weeks, preseason games... Lots of scouting. Roster lots cuts. Of research. Yeah, yeah. You made a trip down to Mankato on a scouting trip. I did. I think that's what sealed it for me. <laughs> so, in the past, all the prep work you go in, you think you're prepared, and then the draft gets going, and then, you know, one pick gets kind of made prematurely, and it just yeah. throws a big wrench into everything. Mm-hmm. So, so, do you feel that happened to you this go-around? Um. Mm, yes and no. I I think I was in the unique situation where I had those three out of the first four picks. So I kind of had a pretty good idea. I was getting, you know, three or four guys. I just didn't know for sure what those three were. It was just one I wasn't getting. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, it did go a little differently than I thought. Like, um, I, I knew I was taking McCaffrey, too, just because I liked him a lot knew that was probably higher than most would have taken them but I wanted them and then I was just deciding between Fournette and Cook and so I just bit the bullet and went Cook and then still wound up getting Fournette yeah which, at four right which hopefully will be a good thing although missed out on Cream Hunt which yeah is looking pretty desirable right now quite, so quite the record-setting performance mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll jump back to Cook what Mm-hmm. What made you, what swayed you to take him one? Um, A's usage, it seems like his opportunity for, uh, you know, to put up numbers with the Vikes this year, like Latavius mm-hmm. Murray is there, and who knows if he can stay healthy and all that stuff. And everything that they've said about him has been positive, that he can be a three-down back. Yeah. He can catch the ball and run. So uh, I think that was pretty much it. I was really trying to factor between him and Fournette. The, you know, well, if Cook winds up not getting, you know, the goal line carries early on, Fournette's going to get those for sure. But then, well, Delvin might get a few more catches and how many more it would take to equal, you know, the number of touchdowns Fournette's going to get over Cook and that yeah. whole deal. And, so uh, just being full point PPR, I felt like the uh, edge went to Delvin there because he eventually could get all those goal line carries. Yeah. So, and us, and us being a PPR, he's known for his pass catching. Where Fournette is more right. of an unknown. Right. Although he cut the ball well today, I heard I heard mm-hmm. good things. Yep. I heard good things. 
So Cook won. McCaffrey went to Gnomes, took Kareem Hunt three. Yep. Which I was a little surprised he did go that high. Uh, yeah. I wonder if the wear injury solidified that for the Gnomes or not. I got to think it did because although, well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of had a feeling he liked him just from, you know, because I think he had Spencer Ware and he had Tyreek Hill. He did have them. So I knew he probably liked those Chiefs guys. But, yeah, I, I think without the wear injury, I think it would have been a little high to take him at three. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if there's a guy you want and you know you don't have a later pick, then you take your guy. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. And, hey, a record-setting performance in your first game. Right. Good way to start. Good way to start. Yep. So uh, then you took Fournette four. Yep. Mixon goes fifth. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, you can, I'm sure these next few guys you can debate all day long. Um, Big D went with Marshawn Lynch at six. Mm-hmm. Was he a guy that you were hoping would fall to eight? No. No? Okay. Um, And because I'm rebuilding. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wasn't looking for anyone that was on a on a deadline with Father Time, so to speak, like, too many unknowns there. I I definitely think he was worthy of it that high, but just I, I was just trying to go as young as possible. Yeah. I I really wanted Corey Davis. I would have almost taken him in the top four. Okay. I think kind of if you look at the consensus and dynasty rankings, you know he's, he's been anywhere between one and four in a lot of drafts. So, and I also liked Elvin Kamara, who I would have taken if you know a couple of those guys had gone. So. Yeah, no, I think it's a good pick by D to get mm-hmm. get a starting running back. You know, yeah, sometimes you just get you get way thin. Obviously, it's just a matter of where like what your strategy is or where you're at with your franchise. If you want to, you know, draft a, a more veteran guy early on or try to get him later, so to speak. So, yep. Yeah, I, yep. I wouldn't blame him at all it's for good, doing it. Good thing to yeah, take the kind of take the known commodity. Um, yep. Instead of reaching a little bit too much, so. Uh, seven was Spaceballs elected not to trade their pick, and then you were back at eight, uh, where the first receiver went off the board. Mm-hmm. So seven picks in, I think that has to be a record uh, for a receiver. Yeah, finally going off the board with uh, the consensus number one, Corey Davis for the Titans. Yes, that was that was probably the pick I was happiest about, just because I didn't envision getting him. So yeah. Yep, very been very rookie heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Early on, I thought like Garcon would go a little earlier than he did, did in Fitzgerald. Yeah, um, but uh, Kamara pick got, was a first round pick. I, I thought yeah. he, for sure he'd slide to the second. I I was taking him with my next pick if he didn't go. So and I I was I was a little mad, <laughs> not mad, but I was just like, oh, yep, just missed him. Yep. yep. So then with that next pick, you took a tight end and Evan Ingram. Yeah, that was just, uh, it was hard to predict, uh, you know, where everyone had these guys ranked, you know, especially rookie tight ends, like how long I could let them slide. And I know I didn't, you know, I had like five or six spots before I drafted again or four. And I was like, well, I need a tight end. I don't have one on my roster. Yeah. He was the guy I liked the best of the rookies. Yeah. So. And which, bear in mind, that's he's already your sixth pick. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so. Right. Um, or your fifth pick. Yep. So uh, right after that, another tight end, O.J. Howard, goes to Big D. Should have a good good career in yeah. Tampa. Although, and that was the thing with him, too, like debating the rookie tight ends. Like A lot of people say O.J. Howard's definitely the best tight end, but he might be like a better real-life tight end than a fantasy tight end. Yeah. 
Who knows? Right. And these rookie guys, unfortunately, the rookie tight ends never do well. They rarely <laughs> do, and so. you know, I'll probably wind up dropping both of the rookie tight ends I drafted. Realistically, yeah. You know, unless yep. I just get incredibly lucky and one of them turns out, but you gotta go for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So running out the first round, the Gnomes took Zay Jones for the Bills. Yep. Which he's got a good situation now with. Yeah. Getting rid of Watkins. I didn't see how he did today. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah, so you got to go young. So he's the next rookie to go. Yep. And then he took uh, Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, with the very next pick. Yep. Which again, take the known commodity. Yep. Um, I thought he had a good, decent day today, but then I saw what he finally had. Uh, he didn't have very many yards. So. Yeah. I think my like my strategy going in was I was gonna wait until round two before I started investing like in any veteran guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But it helps that I had so many picks as well. So yeah, yeah, you're definitely very, very top heavy in this one. So the Gnomes said the next pick, three straight picks. So they took uh, running back Jamal Williams out of Green Bay. He's already got Ty Montgomery on his team. So uh, pairing those guys up. Yep. And then after that, you were up again. And you took Mike Williams for the Chargers. Oh yeah, yeah, I had him. How uh. How much does that back injury concern you? Well, I mean, it concerns me a lot, but it's like if he was 100% healthy, he might have been the first or second wide receiver off the board. So, good point. Having the number of picks that I had, I could spare to take him and stash him. Mm-hmm. Next pick was Samaje P. Ryan. This guy, he's got to be one of the rookies that fell the most yep. with the hype. At first, it was, yeah. he should beat out Rob Kelly. Right, but he uh, he was all by handed the starting job by the fantasy analysts early yep. in the year, and then uh, reality sunk in, and they realized he uh, was having some trouble grasping, you know, pass blocking and picking up the playbook and the mental errors. So yep, indeed. So he fell fell the first part of the second round, um, and then you're back again with uh, Chris Hogan, receiver yep. for the Patriots. We'll see. Yeah. At this Jury's, point, you're starting to add depth. Out. You're starting to add some. Yeah, I mean, there's a few guys that I passed up by taking him that I'm pretty mad about right now, but um, it is what it is. Uh, then uh, Make America Great took running back Dante Foreman for the Texans. And Big D came back with John Ross, the speedster for Cincinnati. He was hurt and he was out today. Yep. Um. And then you took uh, Roethlisberger. Yeah. He was the one guy I thought for sure he dropped to the seventh round, but yeah. Well, you know, like for me, my pretty much all my picks were in the first two rounds. Yeah. So it's like I knew I had to get, I wanted to get another quarterback to get on Mariota, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that no. there's anything wrong with Roth- Roethlisberger. It's just yeah. No, what was what was available? Right. I don't blame you. So, uh, Make America Great took uh, receiver Josh Doxson from the Redskins. Uh, Spaceballs elected not to trade their pick, so okay. the 11th pick in the second round. you, uh, I'm going to say surprised everybody and took a tight end for the 49ers, something called George Kittle. Well, and I, could, you, could you tell us about a little bit about this guy? Uh, before I picked him, I announced that it was going to be a surprise. <laughs> um, 
So I've, I've been doing some Twitter research, and okay. uh, there's a lot of people that were really high on them. They traded uh, Vance McDonald, their starting tight end, from to the Steelers. Uh, and so he's a, a rookie tight end that's starting. He uh, is from Iowa, super athletic, okay. one of the most athletic tight ends in the draft, and he's super good run blocker. So he's got all the tools to play every down to contribute right away. You know, and he had like, you know, five, six catches today. Had a couple that were called back by penalty. So um, I think he's going to be pretty good. Like I said, I think he might not end up end up on my roster at the end of the year, but it was one of those flyer picks. So. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how his career turns out. Yeah. And then the last pick of the second round, Kenny Galladay. Oh, was he after? Yeah, two touchdowns uh, today for Galladay. Yeah, okay. So, so far, Gnome's looking uh, pretty satisfied with their draft, I would think. You know, the draft happens quick. You don't get a lot of time to think. It's yeah. just like, looking. Nah, I didn't realize. I thought he went hot. Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. So we could we I, we'd go pick by pick, but we're not we're not going to go pick by pick. Right. Um. I will. I will say, uh, Gnomes did take Tarek Cohen, who had a very, very solid day today. Yeah. Um, but he on your roster though. on my roster. Yes. Um, Gnomes doing some jockeying around of their roster. Cut him loose. So uh, let me let me. So after one week. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Does that make up for the loss that he handed to you today? Does that – time will tell. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, that's true. <laughs> if we meet head-to-head in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Cohen's making the start. That's <laughs> uh, I like it. So, revenge factor. We'll see if Cohen will be the next uh, Odell Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, so with everything goes on, like, like you mentioned, the draft t- tends to go kind of fast, mm-hmm. which is good. Sometimes you, you kind of wake up and you – like you just said with Galladay, yep. he went that late. Oh boy, um, are you satisfied with your team? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, the amount of rookies that I that I have. I mean, it's it's really too early to say. You know, You're definitely very wrong, very young. Two mm-hmm. rookie tight ends. Yeah, and I mean, that's it's a work in progress. But I mm-hmm. I feel like I. I still got to keep some of my nucleus with like Michael Thomas and Odell and Mariota, so um, and Devontae Parker. So it's not like I'm, you know, don't have some guys to work in with all these rookies. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I think even if you know two or three of these guys pan out, I'm going to be in really good shape. So in the long run, yeah, maybe not this year, but. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty. I was pretty happy with it as far as who I got. You know, okay. I got the guys that I had ranked like the highest as far as who I wanted. So, okay, that's good. I know I've had a couple of drafts I've been in come out of it. Just, just yeah. did not go <laughs> as yeah. well as I don't. I mean, six weeks from now, we can ask me that question again. It might be like you know, completely different. Yeah. But. For right now, it's roster could look a completely different too. Yeah, in right. Six weeks, because it's good. It's good to use those rookies with the high upside, quote unquote, to 
shore up other areas of your roster too. So yes, we'll see. That's true. It's good currency. We'll see how so this uh, plays out. Always open for business. So, was there any uh, in the draft? Was there any surprise fallers? That uh, your fallers. spies they they dropped a little further um, than you thought. Um, I get. Well, oh, sorry. I guess Ken Galladay now. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I was a little surprised to see Corey Davis drop down to where I got him at seven, but not overly shocked either. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like after a certain point in the first round or early second round, a guy could go anywhere between middle second round to seventh round. You know what I mean? There's like, yeah, a pretty even comparison from guy to guy. So there's no one that super stands out. I don't know. What do you think? No. A um, couple guys. Pierre Garçon was getting some yeah. some love out there. Yeah, that's and, a good uh, one. And uh, he fell to the beginning of the third round. Um, looking at the list here, George Matthews, who six weeks ago, I can't see him getting thrown back for one, but he he fell to the late third round Yeah. Uh, before he was picked back up. Uh, so that, that was a little surprising. Yeah. Um, but I get, you get traded and you go to Buffalo. Right. It's hard hard to overcome that. Um, other than that, just looking at the list here between keepers and and uh, other picks. Kind of went fast. Yeah. Um, a lot of teams either were dropping way back or moving up. I think this has to this was, has to be the most. Uh, you for sure getting in on the top end, and we probably got the yeah. most amount of teams just getting down to the bottom end mm-hmm. um, that, that I can recall. And uh, I, I will say, with my draft, I ended up going back with Tyler Boyd in the seventh. That yeah, was my first Yeah, you just can't pick. quit them. No, I was, I and a couple other guys, I was kind of eyeing up. Yeah, like, well, they could. I think they could fall, and, and they didn't. So I just yeah. ended ended up with Boyd again. Right and and I did have a rookie receiver and Smith Schuster for a few days, <laughs> um, and then my defense. But uh, when you pick in that late, yeah, you're just <laughs> your list is pretty small of who you're, yeah, thinking may be there, um, and that's just that's just the way it fell. So, uh, other than that, that's about it for I would say fallers. Yeah, I don't think there's any really undrafted guys that are that were sitting out there you're like man i can't believe you didn't get drafted and no one's picked them up yet not really i was i guess i was not really surprised but i was like i, I know like jason witten no one took him and then they someone picked him up off free agency right away it's like i mean he's old and but he's still a pretty good producer so yeah i guess i wasn't shocked that he didn't but i was a little surprised like no oh, man i thought maybe someone would roster him yeah and they did after um. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, one according to plan. Yeah, for the most part, which is fine. So week one is uh, well, three fourths, three fourths in the books. Yep. I know I got I got my clock clean today, sitting on the the bad end of Kareem Hunt. The champs are down for the count. Yeah, and then uh, not only that, David Johnson, is hurt with a wrist injury. Yeah, that's uh. That could that could be bad. That's gonna hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I hope not, but I am. I hope not too. But the, the way Seattle played, that's like the other half of my team. Yeah, the the uh, having the uh, that much investment in Seattle would make me a little nervous, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't help with the phantom block in the back call <laughs> on Aaron Rodgers, which I've yeah. never seen called an interception return. But anyway, that's. Just, that, that was supposed to work in my favor, and Seattle mm-hmm. didn't do anything on offense today. But, uh, yeah, other, other than that, what else did you see this week? Um, let's see, Kareem Hunt was a big one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of big guys had crappy days today. Yep. Johnson, Le'Veon, and Bell. Antonio Brown had a good game. Okay. He had like 11 catches, 180 yards. Uh, thought Leonard Fournette looked pretty good. Thought Christian McCaffrey looked pretty good. Be interesting to see how the Vikes and Saints look tomorrow night. Be interesting to see how the Chargers, Broncos, they've got a lot of fantasy situations there that could be either really good or really bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Broncos game really interests me. Both and the, Char- the Broncos and Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, how is the former head coach in San Diego? Always the OC in Denver. Yeah. How's that going to play out? Yeah. Um, I guess the other interesting one for me, too, I was watching that Houston-Jacksonville game was Deshaun Watson got in in the second half and looked. How did he look? He looked okay? He looked, he, he, I mean, he looked like a rookie. He came in, he made some really good plays and looked really good, and then he, you know, he made some really bad plays, too. So, but he just force-fed the ball to – DeAndre Hopkins, which is a good thing. So he had a he had a big day. Yeah. Today. So um I think he's gonna be pretty good. I think Jacksonville's defense looked really good. So yeah, well, they have two touchdowns, a safe Yeah. Or am I thinking of the Rams? Uh, both those teams. Well they they both had, did. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 looked pretty menacing on defense. So um but yeah, he looked he looked pretty good. And I think Deshaun Kaiser looked okay for Cleveland you know not great but he didn't look too bad so probably looked better than Brian Hoyer did (laughs) yeah I don't know if that's saying a lot but yeah yeah we'll see Hoyer and the Niners had three points and the Texans had seven yeah I would say probably as how bad the Colts looked even without Andrew Luck was one of the bigger surprises for me because they looked like pretty much the worst team in the history of the NFL. <laughs> like that was it was embarrassing. I mean, I don't know what is more embarrassing, like Alex Smith lighting up the Patriots defense the way he did, with you know three hundred and sixty yards and four touchdowns, or Jared Goff, you know, three hundred over three hundred yards and a couple touchdowns versus you know it's. Oh, look, Jason Witten touched him. There you go. So, yeah, I don't know. It's Week one's always interesting. Yeah, it, definitely. Uh, we are talking earlier how you points chase. You know, next week mm-hmm. now all of us will yeah. start whoever's on the bench that had a good week one and, yep. you know, just you over, overcorrect. And, yep. Um, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so in the league we had single games this week, um, and then we go back to doubleheaders next week. That's just the way the schedule works out to have an even number of, uh, I think it's divisional games and and whatnot. So we'll we'll be doubleheaders the rest of the way. 
be nice not to have any bye weeks next week. Yeah. Very annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that late bye week. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Change. Uh, Thanks a lot, Hurricane Irma. Yeah, at least it wasn't too, too, too disastrous. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't help me either way. But, yeah. Uh, unless the Chiefs would have been on the bye, maybe. But uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, that's all I got, Kev. Unless you got anything else. No, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the season. It should be good. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about on our next one. Yeah, we'll lick our wounds and and uh, get back at it. So, all right, take off, eh? Okay.